Ken, this is a really exciting episode that we have today because it's not actually just you and me. I know. That's the best part. I get to hear from other people. I know. I'm really excited about this. This is our first time ever since we become host that we're having guests on. And we have three really incredible guests actually right from our community, which I'm super excited about. And we're going to be talking to them all about what goals they're going after this year and diving deep into the strategies that they're using and how they're using the planner. I don't know. We're going to see where this episode takes us, but I think it's going to be great. I'm going to love it. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Ken Freire here with Marissa Hayek. Hey, happy Monday. Hey, this is an incredible Monday. This really is. It's not just us today talking about goals and achieving our goals. We have some amazing guests with us. Uh, from our Facebook community yes. that are going to help us to just talk about their goals, how they're achieving it using our full focus system and planner and just any obstacles or stuff that they want to address. We're super excited because this is something that we really wanted to do more of as we hosted was to bring you guys, our listeners into the conversation. So it's not just us talking about our own goals or our own strategies for achieving those, but we're really hearing and learning and walking with our community through your goals and what you're trying to accomplish. So we have three really special guests on. So I think that we can start with introductions and hear a little bit about each of you and uh, what you're looking to accomplish. Yeah. Let's start with uh, Carrie. Carrie, uh, where are you calling from and what do you currently do? Yeah. So, hey guys, I'm Carrie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I am currently an assistant professor at a university right outside of Cincinnati. So I'm actually a professor in Kentucky, but I live in Ohio and I teach um, health sciences. Clinical exercise physiology is my specialty. Wow. Dude, that sounds awesome. Clinical exercise physiology. I think Carrie is a lot smarter than us, so we can just say that. (laughs) Uh, We got two other guests. We'll start, we'll go with Ashley. Ashley, tell us where are you calling from and uh, what do you currently do? Hey guys, um, I am in Western Maine uh, and for the past 10, 10 and a half years, I've been running my own freelance business, uh, doing marketing consulting and web development for HubSpot customers. Could have used you years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, it sounds like you and I probably have some overlap. And Ken, Ken's been in marketing as well for a long time too. So we could probably also nerd out together about marketing and automation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. Good to know. All right. And then our last person is uh, Dustin. Dustin, where are you from, man? And what, what do you currently do? Yeah, what's up, guys? So glad to be here. I uh, love the Full Focus community and that we're getting to just kind of dive into this a little bit together. But I live uh, just west of Atlanta right now. Uh, last year, made transition after almost 20 years of full-time church ministry into creative coaching and consulting. And so that's what I'm doing these days. I feel like what's awesome is we really have the East Coast represented. <laughs> like, we look do. at us. 
And I didn't know that beforehand. I just picked the yeah. cool people that I thought. I'm just kidding. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> there were no. so many people that uh, at, like were like, "I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it." So I was just trying to get like an eclectic. Yeah, this is group of this goals. is really exciting because Ken kind of did the mining work to recruit you guys for this, and I'm a little bit coming in blind, which I think is good because I mean I think we're both yeah. somewhat coming in blind, but I'm excited to like hear all the things. So yeah, this so is awesome. let's start with you, Dustin. What is uh, your goal for 2024? Yeah, one of many, uh, the one that I'm here to share with y'all today is, uh, I'm hoping to, or I will write and release my first book, uh, by the end of Q3. So looking at a yeah. Octo- October 1st release date for that. Amazing. Okay. Can you tell us your book title and just yeah. a quick little synopsis of what it's about? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, through church work and stuff like that and creative ministry and working with other creatives and artists, I've become passionate over the last handful of years about mental health and have been kind of had a platform to share my story as that goes along. And also being a huge fan of memoirs and autobiographies. Um, and the more I share my story, the people are like, you need to share your story. And so I'm um, calling it Growing Upward, My uh, Lifelong Journey with Mental Health is a subtitle. I and so I'm just going to kind of... Just going to talk about what it looked like from the time I was a kid and kind of go through every stage of life, what mental health looked like for me in those stages and how it might look for other people as well. Fantastic. Dude, Amazing. That's great. We need we more conversations of, of mental health. So mm. yes. I yeah, I agree. Especially, I mean, I don't know. I feel like especially from men. Oh, yeah. It's not totally. talked about yeah. enough. Yep. I'm really interested to hear you kind of spoke a little bit about this, but I want to hear more about why this year is a mm. year for you to write this book. It sounds like this has been something that's been on your heart and your mind for really a lifetime, you know, that this has yeah. kind of been unfolding for you. So why is now the time for you to pursue this? Yeah, there's, that's a great question. There's I think, lots of reasons I'll try to be concise. Um, I was sharing before we went live that as the, at the time of this recording, I turned 40 this Sunday. So you can call it kind of a little bit of a, a midlife, like, uh, I feel like now's the time I need to, to get this out there. Um, my wife and I have been, uh, writing in these journals together called the book of me or the book of us kind of every day as part of like some date time together. And that's kind of seeing that story unfold a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, just as time goes by so much faster, I feel like this is something that I want to document sooner than later, uh, before we're not really guaranteed tomorrow. Right. And so I just want to leave that for uh, my family and my kids more than anything else. And if anyone else is able to benefit from it, that'd be great too. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. I love that the impact that you're going to make is really what is driving you in this. It sounds like, at least if I'm hearing you correctly, that seems to be one of your biggest whys about this is that you really want to be able to make sure that you jump on this so that you can have as large of an impact as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Just not putting it off, just going for it. Dustin, as as you're going into it, um, what are some obstacles you see either you're ready facing or things that you probably will face, right? That you're like, Hey, I need to start addressing this now so that you can achieve this goal of writing your book. Yeah. I mean, for starters, I never wrote a book before. So, uh, when on my, in my, in my, yeah, in my, I mean, I've done a lot of writing before, but never like a full on book and in my, uh, full focus journal and my goal detail, it's like, Hey, what are the first steps that are next steps? You know, that you need to, and I'm like, first step, learn how to write a book. That'll help. Uh, so I've been, I've been reading a lot about writing memoirs and things like that. Uh, but honestly, the biggest challenge is probably going to be the word count. I was talking to a couple other friends of mine who are authors 
And, you know, they're telling me, you know, kind of set some word count goals per week or per day, that kind of thing. And so to hit my goal, I'm going to starting next week, I'll have to average about 1500 words per week uh, for the foreseeable future in order to be able to have editing time, rollout time, promotion time, things like that. How are you uh, tracking that? Are you going to use some kind of an app or, um, you know, how are you planning to make sure, you know, that you're hitting that word count every day or every week? Yeah. I mean, practic- very practically speaking, using the full focus is how I plan on doing that. Because one of the things, I think I shared it with uh, our, our Facebook group before, but I take every week during my weekly preview and I write on a sticky note here. Uh, so if I have 10 goals for the year, I just write one through 10 on my sticky note. And next to every single number, which is associated with a goal, I will write, this is what I'm doing this week to get myself closer to that goal. And then from there, it's like I move it page to page with me every single day. So it's in front of me every single day. So once we start rolling that out, it, it'll say write 1,500 words this week for about nine or ten weeks or so <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, until, until we start getting into the editing process. Oh, I love good. it, man. I love it. Let's switch over to Ashley. Uh, Ashley, tell us a little bit about your goal. Hey, yeah. So my goal is to finish a half Ironman. So 70.3, um, by the end of July. So it's kind of a Q1, Q2 goal, but, um, I, I signed up late last year, uh, and already registered, paid the 300 something bucks so that I'm monetarily committed. Okay. For me, who doesn't know, I mean, I know what an Ironman is, but I don't know what it entails. Can you give us a quick understanding? Yeah. So so the, um, I know it's intense. <laughs> the, uh, so the half Ironman I'm doing is in Augusta, Maine. Uh, so a little, about an hour away from me, which is nice. So it's a 1.2 mile swim in the very beautiful, sunny, warm waters of the Sockle river. Uh, <laughs> um, it is a 56 mile bike ride on some hilly terrain and then it is a half marathon. So 13.1 mile run. Wow. What's the time that this typically would take somebody on average to start to finish through this? A friend of mine um, competes quite a lot in uh, the master's category, uh, and he's doing them in, I want to say, five, six hours, and I would just like to finish. <laughs> oh, my. I, I'm thinking. I, I'm and that's like, for the half hey, Ironman, correct? That's for the half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also ride dirt bikes and stuff like that, and I've been... On and off racing, just because I moved up here away from where all the races are. And uh, I've never done a triathlon. Um, I haven't swam in like 20 years uh, or so, uh, minus the 10 minutes that I spent in the pool uh, like a month ago. And that freaked me out. So anyway, but I mean, I've done duathlons that were like, you know, 10 miles. So So you've done, this isn't completely foreign to you. It's not, not like completely correct. Not completely. Yeah. A little novice. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Ashley, wow. there's a, there's a certified pro. I think it's Ken Prisketti. I think he's a triath, uh, Ironman coach as well. I think he uh, actually, so I had posted a picture of my annual goals, goals in the community. And I think he had commented. So I got to follow up with him. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, am. Um, I actually am using some tech. Uh, for my training plan, I'm using an AI driven training plan creator, which is, wow. has been cool. Ooh. Um, so I'm, I'm using that. And so far I've been using that for the last three months or so and, and loving it. 
I love it. So, so what motivated you? Like out of all the goals you could have picked, you're like, I want to do a half Ironman. I, I was starting to think about goals for this year and I wanted kind of a big lofty, scary goal, a health related goal. And the one that I could commit to and, you know, not completely out of my wheelhouse. I, I have, like I said, I have friends that do Ironmans and half Ironmans. So I know it's doable as long as I'm consistent and things like that. But yeah, I just wanted a, something big, something bucket list wise, at least. You're a risk taker. I like I love it. it. Yeah, she's definitely Speaking doing my the, yeah, uh, the risky in the smarter goal framework. I For love it. For sure. That's amazing. It. Carrie, I am curious to hear about your goal. Can you share with us more about it? Absolutely. So my goal is kind of like the others, a Q1, Q2 goal. Um, And it's actually to leave my full-time job um, from the university to focus fully on my business. I had a soft launch of my business in July. um, And I just want to go all in and Uh, We're talking about risky goals. I've been in my profession, the health sciences and exercise for over 20 years. Um, And just like Dustin, I'm turning 40 this year. So I feel like I am ready for a change. So my business is that I help business owners systematize and automate their businesses. I'm still being able to help people, if not even more people, through helping business owners be more successful with their businesses and in return help their clients and um, impact their lives. So I'm I'm quite scared to kind of give up a part of my identity, something that's been such a pillar of my identity has been exercise and been health and been science for so many years to now be this tech business owner. Um, but I feel like it's my calling and I'm excited. Love it. Love really it. amazing. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things I kind of want to go back to that several of you talked about, Carrie, you and Dustin specifically kind of both touched on this. And I think you specifically called it out, which is you're both kind of working through, and Ashley, this is probably true for you too, some sort of identity shift. And I think that this is really overlooked in goal achievement that we just think that we are the same person that we are and we're just going to, you know, go do the thing that we set out to do and be the same person on the other side. And the truth is often we have to shift our identity or the process of achieving the goals inherently shifts our identity for us. And I think there's a quote. I don't remember the exact quote, so I'll get this, I'll butcher it, uh, that I believe is from my dad that says something like the goal is uh, more about who you become in the process, not just about the actual goal itself. And I think each of you touched on this, that there's part of you that actually has to um, realign or shift to this new framework that you've set out. A part of you has to rise to the occasion. So Dustin, for you, I heard this when you were talking, you said, I reached out to a few of my friends who were authors and I would be willing to bet that in that moment, when you said that you yourself didn't put yourself in that category. Like you were thinking, I'm, I'm reaching out to other people who are authors, except I'm not that person, except that you are now right? Like you are now an author. You are actually having to put that hat on and take on those behaviors. Like you were talking of writing every single day and really uh, conversing with other authors, really getting into that world in order to 
be an author. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know when I was writing down key motivations, like one of the, I, I, I try not to think twice about when I'm writing those key motivations down for these goals. I just kind of try to, whatever comes out is probably what my real true motivation is. And the second one that I wrote down was to establish some sort of legitimacy uh, as an author or as a writer, right? Like, and, and, and off being an author and a writer, isn't necessarily like a life goal for me, but it's a bucket list item. It's something that I feel like I can contribute. And so I totally get what you're saying. And I hundred percent agree. Like, even as I was transitioning last year in professional life and, and calling myself a coach and consultant, when you first start out, you don't have any clients. So who are you coaching and consulting? You know what I mean? Right. But then as, as it, as it builds up and you start, as you start calling yourself that you start walking in that. And I believe that for all of us here in these goals for Carrie and her business and for Ashley and her, uh, you know, Ironman competition, like they are that they're in it, right. they're walking it. I, so I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I, I remember when I read, um, atomic habits, probably two years ago. And James Clear talks about this, that there's typically a point where you have to have an identity shift. And he he talks about how this often will precede the actual achievement of the goal. And sometimes you can fake it, right? Like, so if you're saying, you know, Ashley, in your case, you have this really phenomenal big lofty goal that most people would be like, there is no way I don't have it in me. I can't do this. And here you are saying, no, I can do this. And you're putting on the identity of somebody who's already achieved this. And you're asking yourself, what would that person who has achieved the goal do today? And that to me, each one of you have talked about this, how you're each doing this. And I think that this is so fascinating. Like I just love to me, this is like the part of goal achievement that I love is we become different people in the process of achieving our goals. So I'd love to hear, Ashley, like, what are you doing now that feels like an identity shift for you in your process to train for this half Ironman? I feel like half. I just don't even want to say the half because it's just like it's so- 70.3. We say 70.3. That's the, this is like a big deal. The full one is 140.6 miles over the course of it. And I that's just entirely way too ridiculous wow. for me. I've had a tumultuous few years because I've I had a goal from one of my biggest goals for 2022 was actually to and it, it's in my I've been a full focus planner user for three, four years now, and it's it's in my 22. 22 planners to move, um, find a new place to move. Cause where I was before was in a city, not great for my dogs, not great for all the millions of projects that I have. And so now I've moved, my business is a good, in a good place. Um, you know, kind of all of that upheaval has calmed down. And so now I'm like, I can go back to focusing on things that are good for me, which is health related stuff. I realized I have more margin this year to really do this kind of big lofty goal. And I'm like, oh, okay. So Iron Man actually sells a t-shirt that says Iron Man in training, which I really like because it's it's kind of putting you in that mindset. Like you're you're doing this thing, you're advertising, you're doing this thing. So you better do the thing. Wow. Um and I'm I'm trying to pay attention to my weekly habit things that kind of lead me to this achievement goal. So meal weekly meal prep, making sure I'm top on top of hydration and protein. Um, my goal, my end of day goal that I'm happy about is hitting 80% of my planned workouts 
because it's better than trying to hit a hundred and burning out and not hitting any the next week. So I do like a 80, 20% shift on goals usually. Um, and yeah, just focusing on the little daily things that eventually lead up to being the person who can go out and, and do cardio for six to eight hours or more. Sometimes people are like, I'm just going to do this goal, but they don't actually take stock of how much time certain things are going to take. And are they really willing to commit to go do that? And the fact that you're like a couple years ago, I probably couldn't do it, but now I have the margin to do it. It's so important for people to hear uh, because I think that's what ends up happening with a lot of people's goals is that they just don't realize how much it takes and if they are willing to do what it takes to make that happen. Yeah. One thing that I definitely had to update for this year is I sat down and figured out a new ideal uh, schedule for myself and a new ideal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, plan. Yeah. So, you know, breaking out that, you know, it's dark here at like 430. So break, working a little later to take advantage of midday sun um, and and updating. I think that's a good key point too, is that, you know, we talk a lot about the ideal week and even uh, just in several recent episodes, we've talked about making sure that you're scheduling time to actually accomplish your goals, because I think people forget that actually your goals take time and you have to schedule that into your calendar. And I love that you've adjusted that based on the time of year it is and that your goal requires you to be outside. And so you need to make sure that you're making those adjustments to your ideal week. I'm curious, Carrie, um, what fears are coming up for you? Because I think that this is something that like the beautiful entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, like this <laughs> is a, also a big lofty scary goal for you. It's a huge ident- identity yeah. shift and a huge life shift. I mean, there's so much that is going to change from today to what what did you say you're planning to have your last day? Um, last day of April. So Q2 is technically like when my goal should be essentially completed. So you've got like four-ish months, give or take, where mm-hmm. between now and then your life is going to look really different. So I'm just curious what kind of fears are coming up for you. Um, Damn, well, yeah. <laughs> we are kind of, I mean, this, this is the scariest thing in your life that well, you are dealing with right now. Well, I do, I do think that this <laughs> no, no, is no. really important. And I like this is why I think it's important that we talk about this kind of stuff because yeah. people don't. They think, oh, gosh, I've got these great ideas at the beginning of the year, two weeks in you're supposed to be operating as a different person and your body is going, um, actually, no, this isn't safe. This is, we're in uncharted territory. Uh, I've never seen this. I've never done this, or this is, uh, I don't have what it takes to do that. And people quit. And I think if you're not addressing your fears, if you're not looking them in the face, or at least at the very least having a conversation around them and being aware that they're there, like you're never going to achieve your goal. And I think fears expose the limiting beliefs that we have. Yes. So I think this is where, where Marissa is trying to get to. Yeah. So Carrie, we, we've interrupted yeah. you. We're over here flowing. <laughs> Talk to us, yeah, girl. So my uh, fear obviously is not having enough money, mm. right? Not being able to hold my share of the household and support my family, support myself. That is my biggest fear. Um, I think my second biggest fear is that people are going to look at me and think, wow, why did she leave academia? Why did she leave health and wellness? Like that was her entire life. You know, some people only know me as Carrie, the professor, Carrie, the fitness instructor. And that has been my identity for so long. And and I worry that people are going to look at me and think that I am 
a failure or that I gave up because I'm shifting. I don't want to fail because I have my family to think about. But what I've done to combat that is decrease my limiting beliefs. I tell myself I am a CEO every day. I look at my planner every single morning in my morning routine. I journal at night. I have my planner here. I uh, use the streak tracker. I told myself every single day I am going to speak to at least one person about my business. And that is obviously my goal is an achievement goal, but it's also a habit goal. So I use the streak tracker and it just helps really keep me on track and not let those scary thoughts or limiting beliefs take over because obviously it's scary whenever you're changing jobs, not let alone leaving a secure salary income to now being someone who has, I'm completely dependent on how myself and my team does in terms of business. So, you know, there's, there's definitely fears there, but I'm positive that I can overcome these fears by, you know, using the my planner and surrounding myself around other like-minded people. I'm really excited to be able to cross this goal off of my list when I attend best year ever next year. I'm very excited for that. Well, I think that, you know, it's, it's important to remember our fears, it's not like we're going to sit here and talk about it and you're going to be done with it and that's the end of it. And then you're just good to go. And it's never going to come up again between now and the end of April. And, you know, you'll just use your planner every day and accomplish that goal and have your business and be done. Our fears are going to continue to knock at our door. Like that is normal. That should be expected. And I, I think that uh, what is important here is that you can use your fear as fuel to actually drive you to accomplish this goal even more. So that same fear that you have of, can I go, you know, provide for my family? Well, that same fear is going to be the thing that is going to motivate you to go have the conversations you need to have about your business to join that coaching program so that you ensure that you're around like-minded people. And I think that often we think our fears are our enemy, you know, like it's like, gosh, like shut up. Don't, don't keep knocking on my door. Like I'm fine if you would just stop, but we can actually use that as yeah. fuel for our goal achievement. Yeah. I, we've talked about this in the past and I think our, our podcast episodes in October, but just like how in order for us to be courageous, we need fear. Like that, that is, what being courageous is, is facing right. and going against your fear. So I love that, Carrie. I love what you're doing and just the process that, that you're walking through. You know, as, as you were talking, one of the things that I, I always wanted to share with people when it comes to just like our identity at times, we assume that our identity is always a fixed thing, mm -hmm. or especially like when it comes to career, like, well, I am a teacher. I'm this, I'm that. Well, 20 years from now, that might change. You know, I was in higher ed just like you were. And, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel like it's time for a shift. Like that season is done. So when people might come to you and say, oh, I thought you were this, you're like, I was. And part of it might come back at some point in the future, but like now in order for me to grow, I want to go to do this. And it's totally okay. Like I love when I hear people trying to do entrepreneurial journey. I remember going into my entrepreneurial journey, feeling the exact same thing you're feeling and just be like, all right, it's going to happen. Like one way or the other, I'm going to keep going. I might succeed tomorrow. I might succeed 10 years from now, but like this is the new path I'm taking. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. And I just want to add, like, my favorite quote is from Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> I've never done that before, so I'm sure I will be great at it. <laughs> Ooh, that's great. Oh, I love mm. that. 
That is so good. I that feel I need to like frame that and give that to my mother because I feel like that's basically my mom in a nutshell. <laughs> that's so good. I love that quote. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. I just want to say, you know, we all have different things that we're going through, right? Like, I, and this is why I picked all three of you because it's different things, right? Like Dustin, you're trying to write a book. Carrie, you're trying to start a business. Ashley, you're trying to run a half marathon. We all got a lot of different things that we're trying to do. And the beauty about goal achievement is that we all have different ways to approach it. Mm-hmm. And this is why I love the full focus planner because it gives you an ability, no matter how eclectic your goal might be, to actually execute it. So Dustin, can you share with us, you know, if you were to put your goal into the smarter framework, uh, what that goal is, just synthesize it again. And how are you using the planner to achieve your goal? And we're just going to go around the the room and share that as well. So Carrie, you'll be next and then Ashley, but Dustin, we'll start with you. Yeah, I think this, I know, uh, Carrie, uh, maybe mentioned the street tracker earlier. Someone else did at some point that that's probably the way I'm using it the most, just because I have a word count that I need to hit every day. So that's kind of the specifics really, uh, obviously releasing my first book by October 1st, 2024. It's time, uh, you know, time bound things like that. Uh, but yeah, every single day of every single week, it's somewhere in my, if not my big three of the week, my big three of one of the days of the week. And so it's really a streak thing. And I love what someone said earlier. I think it was Carrie also said that about how it's kind of like, it's an achievement goal, but it's also a habit goal. And, and I, I think th- I see that for all of ours, right? I see that for Ashley in her, in her training. I see that for Carrie in her shift. I see that for me in my writing that the habit is what gets you to the achievement. And so that's why I love the weekly preview and the daily pages so much, because as I'm going through every single day and I'm carrying my tasks, I'm shrinking it down. This big, hairy, audacious goal that I have of writing a book that most people would say that they would love to be able to do, then I'm, I'm taking it and I'm shrinking it way, way down to what's the right thing to do today. And then tomorrow, what's the right thing to do then? And that's what I really love about the full focus planner and how it helps me achieve that goal. 
I love it. So your your first goal, I heard two goals then, right? So the first smarter goal is that you're going to write a book and publish it by October 1st of 2024. That's right. Correct. And then the second one is the habit goal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, if I remember correctly, it was nine to 10 weeks. So you're going to write 1500 words a yeah. week, right? Yeah. I was about to say a day. It's I, ba- like, yeah. I would say that's that's almost just the strategy the for strategy. the yeah. achievement goal. I don't it know that's necessarily separate, but no, it's, it's not the strategy. I would say, Dustin, that you can go a step further on the smarter framework Let's go. and make your goal more specific by adding in the book title. So right now you had write my first book. Yeah, book. Re- release my first book by October 1st, 2024. Yeah, I would say write and release Growing Upward by October 1st, 2024. Yeah, that'd be good. I think I that it. evokes more emotion in you than just write my first book. I mean, that's exciting. And you, you could say write my first book and then say the title. But I would the the title itself to me feels more... There's more personal connection to yeah. that. It would be the same thing as like if this were your child and you know, you were saying something about my firstborn versus the name of your child. Like make it personal, make it feel like it's specific to you. And and you know the title, which is amazing. A lot of people don't know the title until they finish the book. So that's yeah. an advantage you have. That's really great. Can can I I think Ken made a face, and I'm curious if this is the face that he was wondering. Is that actually, it does sound like two goals to me, honestly, just throwing it out there because they're in different timescales. One is in October. That's a Q4 goal. And this initial burst of pages is actually a Q1, Q2 goal. And then you've got revisions. You have all these other steps. So mm-hmm. if it's me, I, you didn't ask me and I'm just a producer here, but I actually, the shorter term goal is very exciting of just writing a bunch of words. I can do that all day. Then, <laughs> then there's going to be all these other things you're going to have to do between that step in however many weeks to getting a book published in October, which is like a different set of steps. So I, I don't know if, Ken, that you made a face when you were like, well. Yeah, what Nick said. This, this, <laughs> this does go to kind of like the pro level of this is what we would call a complex goal, which is essentially a goal that spans multiple quarters. It's not, it does not um, end up being one quarter. Yeah. And this is very common. Like this happens where if you have a really big, um, you know, goal that you're going to have to split it up into essentially quarterly goals to accomplish yeah. or multiple, it's going to span multiple quarters. I would still argue that's still the strategy to achieve what he's, um, you know, doing. I think, you know, ultimately it's, your focus for this quarter is to write the 1500s, 1500 words. So if you need to write that out and keep that visible, or if the, you know, strategy, if it's just a strategy to get there to yeah. the first step on your goal, I think that's fine too. I think that's a personal yeah. preference. Yeah. Cause the way I like to think about it is quarter one is going to be quarter one and quarter two really is going to be write the 1500 words. Quarter three is going to be the editing process, the publishing process. Mm-hmm. Are you self-publishing, Dustin? Yeah, as of now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I'm already thinking through all the steps that need to happen and where it all fits. And I'm like, oh, quarter one and half a quarter two is going to be writing. Half a quarter two and half a quarter three is going to be the editing, re-editing, publishing, yeah. promoting, yeah. marketing. Like, I just like wins. I'm like, yeah. if, I can, yes. if I can check off a goal. Totally. 
I'm feeling pretty good about that. And that's, yeah. and I think that is where the personal preference lies. If it makes yeah. you sure. feel like you're accomplishing what you need to by splitting it up, by all means. Yeah. Side note, you should check out self-publishing school. If you haven't looked into that, I um, have a business partner that works there. And so we've been okay. chatting quite a bit. Okay, great. <laughs> so. Awesome. Perfect. They're, they're good. Uh, friends of ours. So that's yeah, fantastic. And to speak to Nick's point too, like that's what the sticky note is for me of like being able, like every week when I'm able to cross off, I wrote 1500 this week. That's my dopamine hit to keep me going for the next week. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely am the type of person that I'm looking at it as the steps, the kind of the lead versus lag goal situation. Right. I'm the person that's yeah. looking at all the chunks of the milestones that I need to hit to get to the main thing. Okay. Carrie, uh, why don't you share with us your smarter goal and then how you're also using the planner to accomplish it. You spoke a little bit about this, but I'd like to kind of hear. Yeah, absolutely. So my smarter goal is that by, um, I will have my last day of teaching April 30th. And by then I will have generated enough revenue so that I can focus fully on my business. Okay. Great. And I use the planner. Um, Wait, before, well, before we go in there. Yeah. <laughs> talk I, about the goal. Go. Let's, let's talk about the goal. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, do you know yeah. what that revenue generated number is? You don't have to share it with us, but yes. do you have it in your mind? Yes. Okay. okay specific. I do. Yeah. 100% pers- specific. Okay. And is down it to, wor- down to the daily goal? Good. Okay. And is it written that way in your actual planner? Yes. Or do you have, you said when you shared the goal and again, for privacy, mm-hmm. we totally get this. You said enough revenue. And so I think that's yeah. what we're, yeah, we, we both, both were like, okay, wait, what is enough revenue? Cause enough revenue for me could be completely different for you. Yes. Okay. I, no, I have a specific number goal written down. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And yes. I think just for everybody listening, I think that's important that to remember, and this is this, the specific part of the smarter framework is you want to make it crystal clear so that anyone who would stumble upon your goal knows exactly what you mean. There is no question. There is no way to down to the dollar amount. I mean, they need to know she either did it or she didn't and, or she got 98% there or whatever, which I would say is a hundred percent, you know, at that point, but it needs to be as specific as possible, which is kind of what we're hitting on, on both of these. So, okay. Carrie, the way it's currently written, are you excited about it? The way it's written? I'm very excited about it. Okay. That's awesome. I love it. I just want to make sure the way it's yes, the way it's written. I'm very excited about it. So I use the planner and like reverse engineer everything. So I write my annual goals. And then of course my quarterly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly, and then my daily. And so for me, that really keeps me on track. Um, and the parts of the planner that I use the most are my ideal week. Um, because I, I get up at four 30 every morning to be able to work on my business for a few hours before I go in to teach. And then I come back home and work on my business again. And so I need to have that ideal week um, mapped out so that I can have my chunks of time that I'm going to be the most focused. Um, and then in addition to that, the work days or sorry, the morning routine is probably the most important part of my day just to make sure that I'm staying on track because as soon as I open the laptop, I can easily get lost in emails and pings and notifications and all the things. Um, and then for my dopamine hit, I use the, the streak tracker. If I talk to at least one person about my business, pitch my business to at least one person every day, I can mark that off. And so even on those days, I feel like, oh, no, I haven't generated enough 
revenue. I haven't made enough sales. I can still look back and say, okay, well, look how many times you spoke to someone. Look how many days you spoke to someone, how many sales calls you booked, etc. And so that just helps me stay on track knowing those numbers in order to ramp it up so I can get to where I need to be to support my family when I leave the university. I love it. Carrie, have you distinguished between um, calls that or someone you've talked to because you say at least talk to someone each day versus mm-hmm. how many reach outs you've done, like outreach or sales. Yeah, so the sales, the sales side. Yes, that's actually a really great question. So I track leads and those are people who I've actually collected either phone number or email for. Um, And then I put them in the software and the software does its magic. But I am primarily in like Facebook groups every single day speaking to someone. Um, But I, I track leads as my essentially prospecting or outreach. Got it. I love one of the things I love that you're essentially hitting on is how to chunk your goal down. And I think that this is in a nutshell, what the full focus planner is, is it helps you take these big goals and then distill them down into daily actions, which I think is the actual quote at the beginning of the planner. And that's exactly what you've done. And you've done it in such an amazing way, whether it's your, the dollar amount that you need to go after the leads that you need on a daily basis or the people that you're actually pitching your products and services to. That is phenomenal that you've been able to take this huge goal and go, here's how I actually do it on a daily basis. And I will attribute that to the full focus system because I've been using it now for at least five years. And without that clarity and without the framework, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So thank you, Michael Hyatt, and thank you, full focus team. That's really exciting to hear. Awesome. All right, Ashley, you're up. Share with us your smarter goal and how you're using the planner. So reading straight from my planner. Uh, finish Ironman 70.3 in Augusta on July 28th. So nice. I don't know if I can get any more specific than that. That's, but <laughs> that's pretty specific. Ooh. That's awesome. Measurable is finishing. Um, finish, yep. Yeah. And then, I mean, my I have my, sweaty, just thinking about it. <laughs> me too. Like, oh, Thank God. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, I have, uh, I have the strategies. I have kind of weekly habit goals that I'm, I'm tracking I actually um, have an accountability partner that I met through the full focus community and we meet Tuesday mornings. We have a little scorecard, Google sheet, and we talk about kind of where we're at. Um, Shout out to, to Rohit. (laughs) And, um, and that's been great um, because it's, it's really important to have some sort of accountability, you know, whether it's a mastermind group or it's the full focus community or just somebody you can talk to because uh, Carrie, I started my own business 10 years ago from nothing. So I, know that pain of starting something. And um, Dustin, I haven't written a book book yet, but it's on my list for next year, actually. So uh, Ah, that's where your time is going. That's where my time is going. Yep, exactly. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm using the street tracker. Am I hitting my weekly goals? Am I hitting my daily protein, my daily hydration on top of my two other quarterly goals that I'm working on? And um, uh, you know, you, everybody kind of took exactly from my notes that I wrote down, which is break your goals down into the tiniest pieces. So you get a dopamine hit every time you check things off, um, focusing on the next right thing to do, whatever the next best thing is. And then, you know, tell somebody else who knows, knows the planner, knows the system, your goals, so they can keep you accountable. 
I love that. I think the community thing is so critical. We've talked a lot about this too. And I think for me personally, this is like a make or break if I do something or not is if I am doing it with people, that's it's like, hello, tell me you're an extrovert without telling me you're an extrovert <laughs> yeah. for me. Cause I'm like, if I'm doing it with people and I know other people, like we're in it together, I am so much more successful yeah. or if nothing else, it's having that person who I'm accountable to at the end of the day. And they're going to ask me, did you do the thing that you said you were going to do or not? And so I love that you've been able to create that rhythm with your accountability partner I love that you both found each other in the full focus planner community. That's such a great way to leverage that community. And I'll just say too, like if you're not in that community and you're listening, these are the kind of people that are in there. And Ashley, I love that you shared this because I think it's easy to think, well, maybe my spouse isn't supportive of this goal or they just don't quite get it, you know, or I don't really have friends who are understanding what I'm going through, or I just, the community that I'm in, in my daily life doesn't quite get this. And I think you've shared, you can create that for yourself through an online connection that I don't know if you guys have met in you know person, but I would assume you probably haven't. And that's amazing. I'm in a group now. I shared about this a couple episodes ago with several other women and half of them I've never met. And it's amazing. And these, I mean, we're talking every day and we know each other so much more. And most of those people I met also through the Full Focus Planner community. So it is phenomenal to leverage whatever communities you're in, whether it's our Full Focus Planner community or others that you're a part of to help you actually achieve your goals and stay accountable. So we've talked a lot about uh, your goals, how you're going to achieve them. Uh, before we let you go, I just want to share, like, is there any other piece of advice that you would want to share with someone who's trying to achieve their goals uh, in 2024 that you've been like, this has helped me tremendously over the last several years accomplish them? Uh, just curious what that would be. What would be the one piece of advice that you got for them? Carrie, why don't you go ahead and start for us? Sure. The one piece of advice I would say would be to break down your goal as tiny as possible so that it feels achievable and hang it on the wall, put it at your desk, look at it every single day because then it will become a part of your reality. Love that. Ashley, how about you? Think bigger than what you feel like you can accomplish. I think the quote is you can accomplish more in 10 years, in five or 10 years than you think. Uh, and one year you don't quite have the same amount of time that you think you do. So think bigger and then break it down. Yes. I love it. All right, Dustin, you got the last word, my friend, last piece of wisdom, share it. Yeah. There's this so is the only moment. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> moment. Uh, yeah. There's so many things I want to say. I think community is probably the biggest one though. Honestly, I, I don't think we're meant to do life alone, and I think that uh, we're not, we're a lot less likely to complete our goals on our own. And so, finding and honestly, I think post COVID, a lot of people can resonate that some of our closest community is not across the street, but across the country. And that, I know that's true for me. Sounds like it's true for Ashley. I bet it's true for a lot of people listening to this too. So you got to have people in your corner cheering you along the way. You can't, you'll be, I won't say you can't, but you'll be a lot, it'll be a lot more difficult on your own than with the community of people around you. Totally. 
Well, I just want to say thank you to all three of you for joining us. This has been so helpful. I uh, can speak for our listeners and say that um, I think hearing more voices on the podcast is really powerful. And this is something that we want to make part of our regular show where we are bringing on members of our community to talk about the amazing goals that they're going after and courageously just standing up for that identity shift of a better you a better bigger brighter version of yourself and we want to cheer you on i know that uh you guys have a lot ahead of you and we're excited to see where you go i would love to invite you guys back on after um you've achieved or maybe even before and hear how things are going hear how the process was so this is not the last word because we will bring you back on um we will track you down and have you guys find you Oh my gosh, you see, now you have another accountability check that you're going to have thousands of people wondering, how did Ashley do on her uh, 70.3 or Dustin's book, you know, like, or Carrie's business. So there you go. We Now you have another accountability measure. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for joining us. This has been a, a blast. Yeah, thanks for having right. us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join all of us here in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook so you can benefit from the creativity and encouragement of people chasing big goals just like you. We'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.